Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. The Biden proclamations on vaccine mandates have taken a curious route through the courts. And I'm hoping to explain what happened, how it happened, and why the court ruled as it did. Now, you may think the latest Supreme Court decision is worth celebrating, but you may want to hold off on popping that champagne cork quite yet. To begin, let me explain the mandate route through the courts to make sense of all the back and forth that you've been hearing in the news. First, here's how the court works. The Supreme Court is a court of limited jurisdiction. This means that pursuant to the Constitution, the Supreme Court can only hear certain types of cases. The cases that the Supreme Court is specifically authorized to hear are spelled out in the Constitution. The power of Congress to limit the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court is found in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9, and Article 3, Section 1, Clause 1. With specific regard to the decision that was just rendered by the Supreme Court regarding the OSHA mandates for vaccines, the Supreme Court was authorized to review this case pursuant to 28 U.S.C. Section 1254. Before a full Supreme Court decision is rendered on an appellate case, like the OSHA case in our example, the legal matter first goes to a local district court, then to an appellate court, before it can be considered by the Supreme Court. While most Americans understand what a final Supreme Court opinion means, there is a growing use of the Supreme Court's, quote, emergency docket, which some have referred to as the, quote, shadow docket. So this requires special consideration. A Supreme Court case decided on the emergency docket is a decision made on a preliminary matter, meaning that it only impacts a small part of the case, not the larger issue in question. And it is made with no significant briefing or any oral argument. The issue for the emergency docket can even leapfrog lower courts and go directly to the Supreme Court. Basically, an emergency docket decision is the legal equivalent of shooting from the hip. Now, let's turn back to the OSHA case in our situation. Cases were filed in virtually every district court in the United States against OSHA with a mixed bag of results. The 5th District Court of Appeals, which covers Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas, was the first to issue an appellate decision, and they struck down the mandate. Because OSHA mandate litigation was pending in so many different courts, there's a special law that directs what court will then decide the matter before it goes to the Supreme Court. So in this case, the OSHA litigation was subject to 28 USC section 2112 subsection C, which randomly assigns a specific appellate court to hear all of the cases across the United States consolidated into just one matter. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals thus got that case, and they reversed the Fifth District and allowed the mandate to stay in effect. It was then this decision of the Sixth District Court of Appeals that went up to the Supreme Court to be decided upon. On January 13th, the Supreme Court made a preliminary finding on a small portion of that OSHA case. The court, in a 6-3 decision, ruled that those challenging the vaccine mandates are correct in their claim that the Secretary of Labor lacked authority under the Occupational Safety and Health Act, which is OSHA, to impose a vaccine mandate. The court disagreed that COVID-19 is, quote, a work-related danger or, quote, an occupational hazard, as opposed to an infection that, quote, 
can and does spread at home, in schools, during sporting events, and everywhere else that people gather, end quote. As such, it is more like, quote, the day-to-day -day danger that all face from crime, air pollution, or any number of communicable diseases, end quote. Condensed down to its basic elements, what the court said is that an administrative agency cannot make huge life-impacting decisions absent a specific directive passed by Congress. This concept was similarly applied last year in a case in which the BATF issued a rule that made bump stocks illegal, which we also covered in the Constitution Corner. There, the court ruled that such decisions are outside the rulemaking authority of an administrative agency and must be made by Congress. The Supreme Court also did not consider directly the impact of any federal vaccination mandate on conflicting state law in places such as Florida and Montana and did not address federal contractor mandates. The decision also left out healthcare workers. This is troubling as it opens the door for creative ways for the Biden administration to recalibrate their assault on the American people. Accordingly, this battle is far from over and there is no reason for a rational exuberance over the latest decision. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information, and please share this with others.